0: what's up everyone glad you're here and welcome to the first audio briefing of the tnmt newsletter For those of you who don't know us yet and wonder what you're listening to, TNMT is the Lufthansa Innovation Hub's industry deep dive for everyone that works at the forefront of innovation in the travel and mobility industries. TNMT is run by the Lufthansa Innovation Hub's research team, and we produce unconventional data-driven market intelligence covering the most relevant trends in travel and mobility tech. My name is Leonard, and in today's episode, I'm sitting down with one of my favorite colleagues and the Lufthansa Innovation Hub's lead analyst for everything consumer research related, Lee. Hey Lee, what's up?
1: Hi Leonard and hi to our loyal TNMT subscribers who actually came here to listen to us and also hi to all the newbies. Happy to be here and so excited for all of you to be part of this little experiment.
0: Same here Lee and you just said it right, this is kind of an experiment for us. In fact, this audio format is something we've been thinking about for quite some time, so why don't we quickly explain to people what this is all about?
1: Sure. So here's what you can expect from us. We want to test out whether a brief audio version of our TNMT email newsletter is something people like you would like to listen to instead of reading the TNMT email in your inboxes. You can subscribe to us on Spotify and every month listen to the two of us and hopefully a few additional voices from the Lufthansa Innovation Hub team comment on the most relevant happenings, insights and research findings covering the past four weeks.
0: Exactly. So we want to make this ultra brief and efficient, usually not longer than 10 to 15 minutes max. So you can listen to us when commuting to work, breaking sweat on the treadmill at the gym, or I don't know, wherever you have 15 minutes of spare time. For example, when lining up the supermarket checker. Lee, that sounds like you, doesn't it?
1: No, Leonard. I prefer listening to podcasts when my mind doesn't have to be occupied, but like when I'm brushing my teeth. Cutting straight to the chase, though, since we have so much exciting content to share with you. In today's edition, we are exploring a new way to potentially predict and measure emerging market trends in the travel context and beyond. We also want to explore airline investments into startups shaping the future of sustainable air travel. And lastly, we dissect one of the hottest trends in startup financing of the past two years, SPACs. So where do we start, Leonard? How about our latest research on sustainable aviation fuel, a.k.a. SAF?
0: Sure, for those of you who don't know what SAF is, sustainable aviation fuel, which is also oftentimes referred to as renewable jet fuel or alternative jet fuel, is a jet fuel made from renewable sources, as the name says, including used cooking oil, municipal waste, and woody biomass, alongside also electric energy in the case of synthetic SAF. What's extremely exciting about SAF is that it's very similar in composition to traditional fossil jet fuel. SAF is considered a safe, reliable fuel, and here comes the best part, it has the potential to reduce life cycle emissions by up to 80% in comparison to conventional aviation fuel. Therefore, SAF is widely considered the only feasible, short-term option for the airline industry to achieve its sustainability targets in the coming years and decades. But back to our research, we recently stumbled upon the power of Wikipedia. That might not sound very original, you could think, so let me quickly explain. We looked at the frequency of the edits made to exist in Wikipedia pages of relevant content topics in the travel universe, for instance, the wiki page on aviation biofuel, aka sustainable aviation fuel. Plotting the number of edits over time on an annual basis shows how edits are almost non-existent in 2008 and 2009. But then they go up to 35 edits per year in 2011, representing the first real spike in editing activity. Interestingly, this is exactly the time when the initial biofuel hype in the industry took off. In the following years, between 2012 and 2018, editing activity slowed down to an average of 10 edits per year before really skyrocketing to over 50 edits per year in 2020, which is very much in line with rising sustainability concerns in the aviation industry. So the takeaway or at least the hypothesis at this point, Wikipedia edits appear to nicely represent the hype cycle of sustainable aviation fuel over the past 10 to 12 years. It even gets better when we compare the trend line with global media coverage related to aviation biofuel or SAF, both data perspectives somewhat correlate. And here comes the most interesting part. The uptake in wiki edits appears to precede media buzz by about 12 to 14 months, so around a year. For us, this sparked a very interesting thought. Could it be the case that Wikipedia edits can be a powerful early indicator to identify and scout emerging trends? It's an interesting thought because it would provide a very easy and cheap way to follow tech trends. Simply scrape wiki edits and then look at the frequency of edits made over time. The open question of course is how reliable this approach really is and it's too early to tell for us. We would have to check for more examples and we certainly need to keep in mind that the frequency of wiki edits can be easily faked. Everyone can go into an article and make changes just to drive up activity. Imagine bad actors out there who could artificially fake edits to pretend certain topics are more hyped than others. Nevertheless, we see a lot of potential and we will certainly test this out more often in the future. In the meantime, we've been working on another analysis, this time based on venture capital and investment data flows.
1: Exactly, Leonard. Right. While Wikipedia edits might be a measure of interest, we also wanted to understand which companies were ready to commit. Based on our proprietary TNMT startup database, We looked at which airlines took a more disruptive stance to lead the industry towards a more sustainable future and invested into startups that explore new climate technologies or what we call green aerotech. Think of technologies like electric and hydrogen flying or tech that has the potential to significantly reduce fuel use and pollution from commercial planes. And here's what we found out. According to our data, airline investments into green aerotech startups have been rare in the past 10 years. That's kind of a downer, don't you think, Leonard?
0: Absolutely. Nevertheless, we have to keep in mind that airlines themselves are not aircraft manufacturers, right? They rely on the Boeings and Airbus of this world to provide, to supply greener slash more sustainable aircraft. Nevertheless, I think airlines can still do something in the startup investment space, right, Lee?
1: Definitely. Recently, we have witnessed more activity. But it was KLM who was one of the first carriers to explore the green aerotech startup ecosystem through its investment in 2010 into sustainable aviation fuel provider Sky NRG. In the following 10 years, a few more airlines followed, but only at an average of one green aerotech startup investment per year up until 2020. The hesitancy of airlines to invest in more of these Green Aerotech players shifted in 2021 when suddenly 13 new deals were made. Examples include American Airlines that invested into Vertical Aerospace, and Evito company, and JetBlue's and British Airways bet on hydrogen-powered aircraft by Universal Hydrogen and Zero Avia. Now, Leonard, which country do you think invested the most into Green Aerotech?
0: I would imagine European countries to lead the airline pack when it comes to startup investments in green aerotech.
1: You're wrong. It's actually American carriers that have placed the most bets on green aerotech innovation of all VC deals made into green aerotech ventures since 2010. Half were made by the US-based airlines.
0: Wow, that's interesting.
1: I think so too. It's actually JetBlue and United who lead the airline pack in the number of investments. JetBlue is no surprise, because they are also generally considered the most active startup investor across all airlines, also outside of sustainability. They have made seven green aerotech startup investments in the past decade. After JetBlue, United Airlines ranks second with its impressive 21 track record. The carrier made four of its six green aerotech investments in the last year alone through its new investment arm, United Airline Ventures. And for the third one, you're still wrong, because interestingly, it's Japan Airlines who ranks third, an airline that has historically been shy when it comes to backing technology startups, not even ranking among the top 10 most active airline investors. However, it seems that Japan Airlines is now concentrating the majority of its investment activity on green aerotech, which gives the impression that the airline is focused on sustainability as part of its long-term innovation strategy.
0: Okay, so European carriers still have a long way to go, it seems. By the way, do we know which types of startups airlines mostly invest
1: in? Funny that you ask. This is where sustainable aviation fuel from the Wikipedia is making headlines again. Turns out SAF initiatives had the most funding activity. More than one-third of all Green Aerotech startups that receive funding from airlines are involved in SAF development. This is not surprising because SAF is a ready-to-use solution for airlines to substitute conventional jet fuel. What might be surprising though is that next to SAF, Startups developing electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles, also known as air taxis, likewise receive significant investor interest. They made up roughly a quarter for all the airline investments into Green Aerotech. But while Green Aerotech startup investments by airlines are on the rise, the overall willingness to bet on disruptive technologies and sustainability is still relatively low. So far, only 16 airlines have made startup investments, with a total of 13 startup deals in 2021. However, time is on our side. If investment activity in green aerotech continues to grow at the same rate as in 2021, deal activity might soon reach levels that are hard to ignore, driving significant changes towards sustainability in the aviation industry. But enough about sustainability. Leonard, you always like to do thought provoking and unconventional research. Why don't you tell us about something completely else?
0: Wow, you just raised the bar quite high, but we do have something totally airline unrelated to talk about. For this, let's switch gears and dive into the world of posh bankers and investors on Wall Street. In early 2021, we started witnessing a very unusual financing trend in startup land. So-called special purpose acquisition companies, SPACs, flooded stock exchanges in the US and Europe. We actually coined this the hottest thing in startup land back then. What is a SPAC? In a nutshell, SPACs are essentially big pools of cash listed on a stock exchange. Their purpose is to find a private company, buy it, and take it public quickly. Wall Street calls SPACs blank check companies because investors backing a SPAC invest their money up to two years before an acquisition target is identified, hoping the so-called SPAC sponsors find a good deal. This mechanism of taking startups public through a SPAC, instead of the classic IPO procedure, was so heavily used that in Q1 2021, More than 90% of all money raised through initial public offerings in the U.S. was actually done by our SPACs. 2021 in total recorded more than 600 SPACs, setting a new record high beyond anything financial markets had seen before. For context, the average number of SPACs per year between 2010 and 2019 was somewhere between 10 and 40. There is a reason for all this activity. Going public through a SPAC is way easier and a lot quicker than through the classic IPO process especially for companies who don't have much of a revenue track record so far. But what does this have to do with our travel and mobility tech sector? In fact, quite a lot. Thanks to so many highly speculative startups in sexy categories like advanced air mobility, think about air taxis, as well as electric vehicles, our sector experienced worse back formations than most of the other industries. Consider this. More than half of the 10 most promising air taxi startups have announced spec mergers in the last 24 months. Among them are Joby Aviation, Archer Aviation, Lilium, and Blade Urban Air Mobility. The impact on travel and mobility tech didn't stop with these exotic players. Over the course of the pandemic, more classic travel tech categories like ride-hailing, accommodations, and booking platforms were slowly but surely dragged into the spec swamp as well. Examples include ride-hailing super app Grab from Southeast Asia, Berlin-based vacation rental platform Home2Go, and there are two additional high-profile travel accommodation providers, namely Vacasa and Sonder, that also went public through SPACs in December of last year. But here comes the twist. In 2022, the SPAC hype is coming to an end. The rapid pace at which SPACs gained popularity over the past two years seems to only be matched by the velocity at which they now seem to be drifting into a toxic area of the market. Compared to the last two years, only a few noteworthy pieces of SPAC news have made headlines in quarter one 2022. Even worse, most of the SPACs that have turned into publicly listed companies since 2020 have significantly lost value over the past two years, including the majority of travel and mobility tech companies. Joby Aviation's share price is down almost 50% since debuting on the stock market. Lilium, Home2Go and Zonder are down about 50-60% and Grab is even down close to 75%. So what has caused specs to lose all their momentum in recent weeks and months? And what does this actually mean for late-stage travel and mobility tech founders looking to access further funding and liquidity in 2022? Well, this is something we explored in our first trend report of the year. It's actually not a quick story to tell because there are several causes at play. If you want to learn more, go to tnmt.com and check out our spec mania report in the report section. And as you can probably tell, I'm trying to play somewhat of a cliffhanger here because the report is really worth checking out in detail. Plus, I think it's our punchiest research piece of the year so far. So give it a read. Why we could go on for hours talking about financing trends and travel and mobility tech? I think we have to find an end. This was it. Our first episode of the TNMT audio briefing. Let us know what you think. You can reach us at newsletter at tnmt.com. And for more insights, please go check out all our articles, reports, infographics, and data charts on tnmt.com. Four letters, T-N-M-T.
1: On our website, you can also subscribe to our newsletter so that you don't miss out on the next edition of this audio version. And at tnmt.com slash newsup, the link is in the audio notes. Thank you for listening to us and we will see you here next month.